Maybe then you can see me and I can see you Maybe then we'll come together as a people Tired of the pain cause it ain't new Let's come together as a people Even if we don't share the same view Welcome to the Jesus and Everything Foundation podcast. On this show, we look at all problems affecting the world and we discuss how we can solve them using the character of Jesus, unity, and decentralization of resources available to us. The character of Jesus, or as I like to call them, the Jesus character principles, are principles that whether you are a Christian or not, we can all agree on these principles. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. For every episode, we discuss a problem topic from our category list. You can find this list on the Foundation's website, jaef.foundation. We ask ourselves and listeners, what is the goal? What is the vision for this problem category? What are the potential solutions? What are the obstacles? What resources do we need? And what resources do we have? But most importantly, do these solutions and resources pass the character test, the nine Jesus character principles? If yes, then we move on to collaboration. What does this look like? This show is a platform to get the ball rolling on as many problems affecting the world as we can. We want to go beyond just talking about problems. So after the show, we collaborate by acting. First, we open the discussion floor to our listeners. Then we decentralize and open source all of our resources from brain power, manpower, utilities to capital. Before every episode, I like to ask our viewers and listeners, do you ever ask yourself, where are we going? Where is this world going? Time keeps on ticking, the day ends, a new dawn arises, and life goes on. But what is our destination? Do we have any global objectives that unite us when it comes to things like food, security, healthcare, education, or standard of living? It's a fair question to ask. If you work for a company or work for yourself, you have a general idea about your company's vision. Goal. So what is our goal, our overarching vision as the current residents of this planet? What role is your company, your city, your country playing in the big picture? And what role are you who's listening to this playing in this big picture?
This is part two of a Drags and Addictions Inside Story. It's under our everyday life category and the Drags and Addictions. You can find the full list of categories and topics covered on the JF podcast on our website, jf.foundation. That is jaef.foundation. In this episode, Christian continues to share his story about how he overcame his drug addiction of over 15 years in one moment with no withdrawals. He was addicted to marijuana, ecstasy, cocaine, GHV steroids, pornography, alcohol, and psychedelic drugs. But that all changed one morning when he picked up a Bible and read it for the first time. 15 minutes into reading the book of Psalms, 10 addictions were taken away from him with no withdrawal. Christian was born as a westernized Muslim and went through all sorts of spiritual paths, including Buddhism and the New Age religion movement. And as he kept on seeking, he went through extreme trials and tribulations in his life, from drug addictions to near-death experiences four times, four different times. On this journey to find the meaning of life, and while on his search, he also started searching for whether God was real. And this was revealed to him through a number of transpiring events that began to formulate in his life after he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. Previously on our last episode. Woke up this morning to an angel in his bed. There was a devil in the bottle, but he was holding in his hand. With his head still full of whiskey And his eyes not full of tears He dusted off a Bible That he hadn't read in years And he said I am tired, I am torn and Then I went to sleep And then the following morning I woke up at 7 a.m. 7.30 a.m., very hazy, very disoriented. And I saw the Bible on my uh, desk, and I grabbed it, and I went into my closet, and I closed the door, and I turned the light on. And then, you want to know what happened? Hmm. Let me guess. Well, you go ahead and tell us what happened. Well... I opened up the Bible for the first time. I went to the book of Psalms, Psalms 1. And I read the book of Psalms for approximately 15 to 20 minutes. And then uh, what entailed after that was a incredible miracle. Uh, a miracle that possibly I've never even seen a miracle like this before and it was a life-changing miracle and what happened after I read the Bible for 15-20 uh, minutes for that very first day is that I never ever touched any drug any alcohol all my addictions left that very day and I had zero withdrawal as well coming up on our next episode I was jailed back then. I was caged. I was in chains. Now, was I uh, 
a good time? Yes, I was having a good time in a carnal manner, in a physical manner. But was I depressed? Yes, very. Was I, was my mind free? Was my life free? No, I was literally in a, in an invisible jail. Um, every area of my life was jailed because the addictions not only jailed my person, but they jailed my productivity and they jailed my, uh, you know, usefulness in life because every area of suffered greatly so i was jailed in every area of my life because of the addiction and because of like as you said the spiritual forces that were behind the addiction yes but now it's like the complete opposite because every area of my life is free the man before Christian? Oh, well, uh, when I was, uh, you know, in high school, 16, 17 years old, I remember smoking, uh, you know, by peer pressure, of course, my own decision at the time, but it was cool at the time. The very first time I smoked pot, and I remember it. I was at a party and I smoked pot and something crazy, crazy. I don't want to get into it right now. Maybe that's for a different segment. But something really crazy happened that night, the very night, first night I smoked pot. Uh, and then it began. I started to smoke more and more and more and more. And I started to drink at, you know, around the same age. And... Um, what began to formulate was that I went from an on-roll kid, athletic kid, super athletic kid, um, you know, almost instantly in a span of six months, I went from, to a, I became a crazy partier, the womanizer. Mm. And then over the years, it just my grades began to just basically I dropped out of high school. Um, I had to go back and get my uh, grade 12 graduation a year or two after, you know, I was older and then kind of fluttered into just a, you know, not the greatest college. Just went there for the purpose of going. I didn't learn it. Oh, I would smoke weed, you know, at lunchtime and recess, I began to smoke weed almost all day, every day. And then on the weekends, I would just go party, party, party as much as I could, drink as much as I could. I started to get into harder drugs. I started to get into, you know, yeah, hardcore drugs. And they, that cycle, that lifestyle, all my friends were kind of, you know, not, not the, you know, nicest people in the world. I'll put it to you like that. <laughs> and, um, yeah, that lifestyle took me over. And because I'm a born extremist by nature, when I was living that lifestyle, I was an extremist in that nature. Now, was I popular? Yes. Did I 
have a lot of, you know, girls? Yes, because that's what I wanted. That's chasing. I was just chasing as many girls as I possibly could. Anyways, yeah, I would just be, became a crazy, crazy, crazy partier. I've lost my jobs. I was just involved in stupid stuff. And years went by, years went by, wasn't doing anything with my life. And yeah. So I want you to now because you've you've been on on the extremes like like you've been on the extremes of like both sides you know the addicted yeah. side and now the on the side where you have freedom now you and I spoke and we say that I think most people think that or most people think or believe that freedom is being able to do you know like what you anything, want yeah anything that you want that, that that you want yes and you and I can argue on, the, on this? Well, we share the same thought that, it, for instance, uh, I'll give an example for myself. I, I look at freedom as saying, I don't need six cups of coffee in a day to stay functioning, right? Yes. I, I don't need to drink, let's say, you know, when it's the weekend or let's say when it's Friday and say, yay, you know, like to get harmed, you know, yeah, I've done that in the past and, 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 you know, where you feel like for me, freedom is saying I can have a good time. You know, I can hang out with my friends and, and not be, not feel that I need to take alcohol or I need to drink or I need to smoke weed in order to get to a certain place and experience it on that level. For me, that's freedom not being in bondage to any substance. Yeah. So I want us to talk about the freedom that you feel. Uh, Because the the whole point of this is we want to encourage people that are struggling with this to let them know that, hey, being addicted is being, or even, even if you're not to the point of being addicted, but you use these substances like, you know, to uplift your mood or in order for you to have a good time. I want you to, 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 to share your experiences of the freedom that you feel right now versus how it was back then. Well, but I had no freedom back then. I, freed, I was jailed back then. I was caged. I was in chains. Now, was I... Uh, <laughs> A good time? Yes, I was having a good time in a carnal manner, in a physical manner. But was I depressed? Yes, very. Was I, was my mind free? Was my life free? No, I was literally in an in a invisible jail. Um, every area of my life was jailed because the addictions not only jailed my person, but they jailed my productivity and they jailed my uh, you know, usefulness in life because every area of life suffered greatly. So I was jailed in every area of my life because of the addiction and because of, like, as you said, the spiritual forces that were behind the addiction. Yes. But now it's like the complete opposite because every area of my life is free. 
not only that, every area of my life is useful mm. and, and it grows in its productivity. It grows in its level of usefulness. So there's uh, every day I'm getting better and better and better in every single area of my life. So that's where freedom is. So freedom really is growth. And when you're not growing, you're caged. So, hmm. so it's a little bit of an uh, oxymoron. But um, not only that, I don't, you know, when I see people resulting in the peer pressure of, of the norms of society, oh, it's Friday night, we need to drink. Oh, it's da -da -da, Saturday, let's smoke pot. And that's the only way we're going to have fun. No, I don't, that, I don't need that to have fun. I don't even look at that as fun. My fun is now something vastly different. Uh, now my life is, the context of fun and enjoyment in my life is just completely opposite now. It's, it's, their spirit, it's, a, it's a spiritual thing now. The growth of my spiritual life, the development of my spiritual life, and um, the development of my relationship with Christ is my fun, is my fulfillment, is my joy, and now is my everything. So back then, I, I didn't know, but I was extremely lost. I didn't know. But now, not only am I found, but I feel fulfilled. Mm. I, I feel like I found the meaning of life. I feel it's just night and day. Every area is, 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 is night and day. I can't describe it to you. It's really, it's, it's, it can only be experienced. But uh... So what you're saying is that whoever is still on the other side needs to cross over. Well, every, <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to cross over. And addictions are just, you know, they do nothing for you. You may have fun in the moment when you are on a substance. I understand that because they're enticing to your flesh and you feel good. But at the end of the day, the next day when you're hungover and you can't do anything and you don't want to see your family and you can't work and you lose your job and you can't pay your bills and, and you've destroyed your brain cells and Havoc is beginning to manifest in your life because of your actions. Yeah. yeah. You have to weigh your actions. Was it worth it? Of course not. But now where I live and I don't have those chains, every day is just, just uh, like multiplies on the next day of growth. I never go backwards anymore. Back then I would go forward one step, go backward 10. Go forward one step, go backward 10. Go forward two steps, go backward 20. So there was never any progression in anything. Because, but now mm. it's five steps forward one day, 10 steps forward the next day, 20 steps forward the next day. There's no more going backward. I love that. <laughs> Pardon me? I said I love that. Yeah. No so more going backwards. There's no more going backwards. So the level of product, and a human being cannot be satisfied until they are productive. 
Life is wired for human beings to be highly productive in nature, both spiritual and natural. So when you are in addiction, you're the opposite. You're completely useless. Which is ultimately the goal of this, those, the spiritual powers that be that reigned in my addiction. That's what they were trying to do. Make me utterly useless in life. And they had succeeded for many years until that day. And then it began the cycle and, and, and a journey of change, development, fulfillment, joy, spiritual growth, prosperity, health. I mean, it just goes on and on. Um, you, I mean, I, I just can't stop. I could, I could listen to this all day. It, it's just really inspiring because... One of the things that I like to do is I like to, let's say on the internet, I like to go on places like uh, Reddit. And, and Reddit is, is a very interesting place. It's one of the places where I actually don't follow anyone. I don't have any Reddit friends that are on, that I'm friends with on other social media. It's kind of like my place where I just go to see what's happening and just kind of see you know, I, I don't follow anyone. I just follow, you know, some staff, random staff. I, I don't even have, I don't know anyone on Reddit, like in real life or anything like that. And I, I came across a page. Uh, I think it's a, it's a subreddit where people are talking about their stories, let's say, trying to break, uh, break, you know, break free from being addicted to pornography. Sure. And I, I really admire, like, these people, it's really interesting, like, they count days that they have sure. gone without watching pornography, right? Sure. It kind of, sure. like, becomes their handle, like, oh, like, I haven't watched porn in, like, I don't know, like, they, they, everyone has, like, a counter. And, and there's some people, let's say, who get to 30 days or even 100 days, and and then stumble again. Yes, of course. And I've, I've actually been, you know, I'd love to encourage them. And I, I've thought about, you know, just talking to them about, let's say, an approach that, that you took. The really hard thing about, about you know, when it comes to addictions is, is that when you, for instance, if I asked you, hey, how would you, you know, what advice would you give to someone else who's struggling to break free? Well, you're probably going to say, hey, you know, pick up the Bible and read the book of Psalms. Yes. Um, you would probably recommend that. And I think sometimes people, that, that's where the, the, the spiritual forces of darkness have been very, uh, the, 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 they've been very good at this in the sense of like blinding people yeah. from realizing that human beings are spirit first. Like we are spirit beings who live in a physical body and we have a soul. Our soul is a mind, will, and emotions. Uh, so in if you look at biblical principles, it talks about that there is in our flesh, there is nothing good. That's why, even if I've been, 
you know, even if I have strong faith or let's say I believe in God and, and I've been walking with him for, you could be walking with God, I don't know, 50 years or it doesn't matter. It's never about the number of years that you have walked with him. It's about you realizing that there's two sides to you. There's the spirit side and there's the flesh side of you. So many times people hear stories like, let's say, priest molesting kids or let's say a person who's, you know, it could be a preacher even, maybe a pastor or something like that, having an affair or things like that. And they automatically think, or they start to think, how could a person do that? Or like, you know, like they believe in God or they're a priest, they're an archbishop. How could they, and they don't realize that temptations yeah. come through the flesh, right? Like we, we cannot, there's no medicine to the flesh. The only way to fight this, the flesh is to walk in spirit. Like the flesh is always, like as I said, you could be the pop of a, you could be the pop, you could be whatever. But the moment you, your flesh will never not want to do those things because that's the carnal mind. Like your flesh will want to, you know, the flesh is all all about feelings. You know those. Yeah, you know, like yeah. So we, I, I would really love to encourage, uh, like those people. Let's say on Reddit who are counting days. They're counting days because they do, they're counting days. They, they're saying how many days have has my flesh gone without seeing this? But there's actually a shortcut to this, whereby if you switched gears and you understood that you are a spirit being. And your spirit, man, you submit, you can submit your flesh desires to the spirit, man. Let's say, and it will also help them with condemnation. Because I see some of them, let's say they get up to 100 days or even 40 days, 30 days. And the moment they go back to watching porn or anything like that, they just feel so crushed. Because they're thinking that they're going to be able to count days, get to 1,000 days, get to 2,000 days. And not realize that there is a lot of freedom in Christ where it says there is now no condemnation, right? Whereby if you give in and your flesh falls again and you watch porn, don't crucify yourself over how many days you've lost. Now, and think of it, you're going back to zero. No, that's the flesh side of you. In your spirit, just like you were, where it was like you realize that, I don't owe my flesh anything. Or let's say, even if I succumb and fall after 20 days or something like that, in the spirit, you're always progressing, which is exactly what you say. You just, you, you just continue to feed the spirit. And eventually you learn to override the flesh desires. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, it's, it's something that I, I know we've spoken about like off off the airwaves about this whole spirit side and and flesh side and from my own side i actually one of the things that i I, i've had to deal with fornication in the past it's something i'm very open open about where my my own thing was images because I, i have a very powerful imagination so for me all i ever needed was images right just if I could get an image, I can just do all the imagination that I want. And 
I realized that, I, I, you know, like I said, I, I couldn't beat this thing. Like, like I just had to say, okay, if I watch an image, I'm not going to feel condemned, right? I'm just going to continue feeding the spirit. And now for us as believers, we know how we feed our spirit. We feed our spirit with the word of God. And it says, when you delight yourself in his word, somehow miraculously, like what happened to you is the word came inside you and just replaced all of those desires that you had, which, which it also did for me, those yeah. addictions. It's yeah. so powerful. Yes. So you've... I don't know if this makes for a perfect segue because we, we're talking about people who are really struggling to say, okay, I, I, I don't, well, I, I might be, t well, I would want to try that, but I can't get past the whole, let's say the whole Jesus thing. I've had people, I've had some friends say that. Yeah. I want, you know, I had a friend one time who was, oh, uh, she was, she was dealing with a lot of anxiety. Like she just, and peer pressure and, and just couldn't, just people's opinions about her would just, if people say something bad, it would just, just overwhelm her, right? And, sure. and I, I just listened to like a really good sermon about, you know, like anxiety and, and avoiding peer pressure and, and, and how to deal with it and not needing to always watch the news or, or just like let other people's uh, perception of you be how you think of yourself and whatnot. And yeah. I try to recommend this sermon for them, and they just couldn't watch it. They, 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 they say I can't get past the Jesus thing. So, yeah, I think this is a perfect segue to, to maybe if we can kind of shed some light on why you know, like why there is power in this name Jesus, like why why there really is power, and this is not just like a myth or like something that because you experienced it and it was in a few minutes. Now you told me that you believe that it was almost like predestined that you, you should have died. You yeah. overdosed about, you told me about four times. Is that right? Correct. So, and the way you explained it, you say that, there was it was almost like something that said no this person won't die yes so share that part of your testimony i woke up with sin on my mind i don't want to do it this time Fading a little too fast Playing a game that don't last A game that don't last My mama said don't cry Good music, good fun, good times Don't fall, don't fall, don't fall We'll call it a wrap for today. In the next episode, Christian will continue sharing his story with us. 
we'll take a deeper dive into the different religions he tried in his search to find in the meaning of life. We'll continue to hear more about his lifestyle choices before his miraculous encounter that came after reading the Bible for the first time. When he read the book of Psalms for 15 minutes and all his addictions left him without any withdrawals. We'll also compare and contrast his old life with his new life and some of the supernatural encounters that he has had with God. This was part two of Christian's story. And your host for today was Calvin Cavanda. Thanks for listening. <laughs>